do it. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris. <laughs> and on my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. <laughs> and today on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we have Alpha Wolf, and they have a new album called A Quiet Place to Die, which is going to be released on September 25th via Sharp Tone Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Loki to share some more information about what Alpha Wolf has got going on and what the go, boys go. have been up to. How we doing? <clears throat> Loki, we're fabulous. I just choked on my own excitement. <laughs> That's good to hear, man. Straight through the headset. That's right. Straight through the headset. Um, fantastic. So something that you mentioned when we were chatting briefly before we hit record was that you guys are definitely doing something different now than when we last chatted when you were on tour in London. I can't imagine why you can't go on tour, but yeah. let's let, let's get into that. What is this something different? How has this year altered the, the course for alpha wolf um uh, i don't know if it's done any altering of the course but it's just put a big fat halt on everything to be completely honest um everything's just everything except for music coming out has just stopped like everything aside from that is just at a complete halt right now and we got things to do but yeah we just can't do them so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's at a very weird standstill at the moment. We're lucky we have the uh, the album to keep us going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I guess, was anything with the album done differently because of, I guess, more time to focus on it? Um, no, because the album was done and packed away and sent off before any of this happened. We actually had we had a really tight window to get the album done. Obviously, we had like years to write stuff down for it and everything like that. But our recording, like sessions and everything, they they had to have been done for like a like I think we had some brief window, and then we were jetting off to tour with Polaris and then America straight after that. So it was a pretty tight recording process. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like definitely more slammed than when we recorded Fault. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, okay, so that, I guess my, my hypothetical question then is, and, you know, going deep down the, the rainbow and ending up in the shadows on the other side or whatever, yeah. is knowing what you know now, <laughs> I, w- would you have preferred to have maybe a bit more time on the album? Oh, and my then God. Say really- Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. The, like, in America, when we were, like, we only needed to get the album done because we were going to be in America for so long. We had heaps of time, but we would have been on tour. We got sent home from America thinking about how much cooler we could have made the album, you know, but you know, you're always (laughs) going to think that you're always going to think that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So how much cooler we could have made the album? Cause it seems pretty cool to me, but take us through that, that long winding road. How much cooler could it have been? <laughs> it's kind of a weird question. I, I don't really know. You 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 always you always say that, but it's just your your finicky little parts that only you care about that stick out to you. The more and more you listen to the album, you're like, "Duh, I should have changed that. Duh, I should have changed that." But I guess that's you're gonna get that most from the people who made it. So I don't know. I don't know if I want to say anything specifically about what I would have changed on it because then everybody's <laughs> gonna be like, "Yeah, you should have done that, bro." But yeah, um, yeah, you should have done that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. In just, hindsight, all right, thanks, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll just go, just go find a quiet place to die and bleed for you. How's about that? How's about that, buddy? That's that. Yeah, you you can go and get that. That's not changing. 
Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. Well, speaking of all the greatness of what this is, you mentioned that aside from you guys had a short period of time to get it recorded, but I mean, sounds phenomenal. So there is that. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I know it can be troublesome because sometimes you guys are not necessarily you guys, but like bands on tour, they record in six different places and they send it to one <laughs> poor guy who's yep. got to, you know, take it all sound like it was recorded in the same place. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it's noticeable, but you guys did a great job. So that's good. Thank you, man. Yeah. And you mentioned you guys had some years to get, jot some ideas down and whatnot. So I guess my question then is, what went into crafting this record? What is A Quiet Place to Die? Is there a theme that runs through it? Is it a concept album? Um, no, it's not a concept album. Obviously, we like to uh, link the album together and our music together in other ways. Not so much musically, but through song titles and concepts and everything like that. Um but th this one, I don't know, th it's just, it feels fresh for Alpha Wolf considering this is like the first batch of music being written with two new members in mind, like Mitch and I. Uh, we were on fault and everything like that, but everything was written before we were a part of the band or anything like that. So this feels better and like it's got a whole new life in it because, yeah, I don't know, everybody who is on the songs was there from the start of the creation of them. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a really cool definition to each one of the songs that sticks out, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside from, of course it's better because I decided to write some stuff on it. But, I mean, I guess my, my question is, what did you and Mitch bring to the writing process that maybe wasn't there uh, with Falls? Um. I don't know specifically because I wasn't there for a lot of the recording beforehand, but just our, just our own flavor, I guess. Um, just our own more unique edge to everything. Obviously, Mitch is, I think a reviewer once called him a buff cyborg. And ever since then, we've referred to him as that because the dude's just an absolute freak on the kit. Um, and it, yeah, I don't know. I, I really can't say specifically what I'm doing different, but shit whatever people like i guess um and it's it seems to be working so yeah i don't know i've i've always been around the band friends with the band and everything i guess that helped when i did join initially they knew what i was about i knew what they were about sort of thing so everything worked when i did join to we i don't i wouldn't say i really changed the alpha wolf sound but you know mm -hmm. guided it a bit i don't know it's hard to guided say guided it Put it right in there. You were the yeah. guy with the with the light cones at the airport. You're just guiding that jumbo no, jet I was, right I in. I was one of them. Mitch, Mitch was holding the other light cone, I think. <laughs> well, and the interesting thing is that, uh, you know, you guys took maybe more of a, a part in the in the writing and everything, but it still needed to sound like Alpha Wolf, and it still sounds like Alpha Wolf. So, yep. I mean, you know, uh, it's always that, fun to hear yeah. those things. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely what I'm glad for. In a way, I think that that album sounds... A cool mixture of the last two releases, Fault and Mono, but in a same way, a completely new step. I know I'm going to say that with every piece of music we release. Like, yeah, it's really mature this time around, but um, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this time we were actually able to express ourselves significantly better than, <laughs> you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This time around, we were able to do it heavier. That's like, what? Yeah. If you really, you really listen to like the dissonant breakdowns, I'm in there feeling it. You know. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was gonna ask, and with the track, I don't know how to say it. Is it 
Akudama. Akudama, yeah. That's I'm okay. Pretty, that's like one of the closest ones, actually. Yeah, good job. People okay. are way off. Why the, no? I was gonna say penguin sex myself. Um, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I, can, I, I was gonna I can say either. See that. I can yeah. see that. You know the silent oh. words and everything. Yeah, Akudama with the uh, the silent Q. Um, <laughs> But it, I think it's a breakdown. But there's a section where he's like, "They're weed, they're weed." Is that a whammy wah? What is that? Yeah, yeah. That that's that's just uh, Scotty going ham on the whammy, I guess. I'm not sure what he's doing, but his ankle's going absolutely crazy on it. Um, yeah, yeah. Once he did that, we're like, "All right, that that has to stay, and we need more of it." Yeah, that yep. the Game Boy Color. We need all of that. <laughs> Pretty much. We. It's like, all right, what can we what can we do to hit people in the nostalgias with this one? Grab the Game Boy. There may have been a, there may have been a PlayStation One controller somewhere. Well, I mean, and even the whammy walk, because I'm old, it takes me back to when Dimebag did that for mm. the first time, and you know, we all went, "What is he doing?" <laughs> it just changed the game forever. Forever. Now every schmuck's got one, and yeah, you know, there there goes a my guitar solo high with it. That's right. Uh, sweet. Okay, so I guess take us through these these singles. Maybe we'll start with um, Akudama, Akudama, uh, Penguin, and t- take us through through this track. What is this track about? What does this word mean? Um, the name the name itself is um like the definitions in the video. It's just a bad baddie, bad character, bad man, villain, evil. In uh, Japanese, it's got like a few loose terms for like English and everything like that. But yeah, just just baddie pretty much. Um, that song, that may have been like the first one to, yeah, that was the first one to get recorded on when we started the album and actually the last one to be finished. I think we had, we had Day Dot finish the album and had drinks and everything for it. And then I went to sleep. I woke up. I woke up to a bunch of messages from Scotty and Sabian the next day saying, uh, we got to change the song. We, we biffed it. We did something wrong. You got to come in. So I had to come in and record one last line on the song. I'm pretty sure it was the Akudama vocal break. Um, and yeah, so we finished the album and then we finished it again by finishing that song properly. And yeah, I don't know. The song's just a big, Flicking the dirt off your shoulder, knowing your worth and sticking your finger in the face of anybody that tells you something you don't want to hear. I don't know. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I was just feeling myself. I was feeling the band. Wasn't feeling what some people were saying about it. It's a little bit of an immature song, which I like, I guess. It's ignorant. Um, and when you listen to everything else going on in Alpha Wolf. I don't know why the lyrics wouldn't be because the music certainly is. Um, the lyrics rather. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's just a short, punchy, get up, screw you song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So is it the creep that's telling you those things? <laughs> no, I knew this would happen when I did it and it works too in the same way or whatever, but creep was supposed to be uh, more of a verb thing. I say that creep along with it, but I knew people would grab onto that. So I just left it anyway. (laughs) I just imagine like there's a whole story here where like, you know, it starts (laughs) off and then you're like, and then the creep did it to me. And I was like, man, I'm going to bleed for you. (laughs) 
I think you're looking a bit too far into it, man. But later on, I don't know. Yeah, you haven't. Have, wait, have you heard the album yet? No, I probably no. could. No, I'm not yet. Think of it. Yeah, maybe actually, you could probably hit someone up about that. Um, there might be more lines to be drawn together through the songs by that, though. You never know. You might be. You might be on a roll with something. Um, I could be. I think. I think Emma sent it to me. Emma's my contact over at the label, and I only did oh, this word. just so I could go. Hi, Emma. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Um, if she you, if she's listening, she better be. Yes, she's uh, doing well in the emails. Actually, we're not that easy to get a hold of. I know I'm terrible. So shout out to Emma. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Emma, get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> and creep. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Creep. I just felt uh, after a while of hanging out doing the band thing for a while, doing tours and everything like that. The people I thought were really cool, uh, the musos and everything I looked up to, really weren't that sick when I started finding out about just how the music industry works and everything that goes on. And nobody's that much of a stand-up dude. Or Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I was just feeling really disheartened with the stories that I was hearing about people that I looked up to. And, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's just what came out of it. People I looked up to be it like almost celebrities to close friends and label mates and everything like that. I was just copping it from all angles. So I was like, damn, put this Man. one down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you got a couple of chips on your shoulders yeah. there, Loki. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I like, I'm not really that angry all the time or whatever, but I don't know this, this, like I heard the song and I was like, this is what that sounds like. So I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the interesting thing, I guess, is, uh, you know, with everything that you're saying, um, not necessarily a direct correlation to what's been going on, but do you feel like the way that you felt about these particular kinds of people now that they've been brought to the edge of humanity to some regard, are they are they better or are they significantly worse now that they've been shown what's um, been happening? I'm not sure. I think it's a it's a it's a case by case thing with however the people handle it and what happens. Because some sometimes I don't know. Sometimes it goes like really well and everything happens accordingly. And then I don't know. Sometimes a, a, a worse monster just gets created out of it. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, things things just get like worse from that point on. Um, Seeing a lot of it, I think, yeah, the last maybe maybe not this month, but two or three months before that or whatever. It just, I, it seemed more prevalent than ever. Um, just all these dudes in bands, especially dudes in in management and labels and everything like that, absolutely everywhere, just getting called out. And this has been happening for years, obviously, but there was like a super hot month for it. Um, and we actually had a different single slotted to come out. Uh, but then just with everything going on, we had creep like in the barrel. So we're just like, all right, now let's swap these out and put this one out so we can get a bit of a conversation going, um, about how terrible the world is right now. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's how that one ended up coming out. All right. Now the latest one, cause this one just came across my desk. Well, kind of a few days ago. Anyway. Yeah. Actually. Well, August 11th, it's August 20th at the time of recording, so just over a week. Um, but super that's powerful. That's what day it is, baby. 
for you, it's August 21st. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. For, for you, it's spring? Uh, I don't know what it's trying to be right now. Yeah, because it's almost almost autumn here, and you're the opposite. So that would be almost spring, right? Yeah, yeah coming out of winter. All right. Beautiful. Coming out of winter, metaphorically, paradoxically, literally. Yep. Now... Uh, Bleed for You came across my desk and something that I thought was absolutely tremendous track, but an even more tremendous music video. So hey. I guess take us through. Yeah, take us through this music video. What's this awesome. creep that's uh, following you around? Is it another creep? <laughs> um, that, that's, that's our very own uh, Sabian Lynch. Uh, he um, he's got a little um, uh, 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 knack for pulling together really, really freaking good videos and really good ideas. And we... This single was always going to come out, but we weren't planning on doing much for the video. We have like our big videos that we've done in our little visualizers, but Sabian wanted to handle this one because he, yeah, I don't know. He didn't want much for it and yeah, he, he could execute the ideas that he did have. We had a little bit of a help from our friend Resurrect with uh, just all the spooky visual stuff going on that we've always got going on, I guess, the skull, the Grim Reaper and all the colors and stuff like that. Um. But yeah, Sabian, Scotty, John and I just walking around Brunswick uh, like a couple nights before the curfew came in, actually. And yeah, we're just getting shots done. Um, and then the next night was, no, the next night was the night curfew hit and we were literally out at a lookout getting some shots and then had to zip right home so we could shoot the rest at Sab's house. Um, so we went super, super DIY with that one. Which, um, yeah, people people really seem to be enjoying. E even you 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 said it stuck out, so that's good. Shout out Sabian. Mm -hmm. Go yeah. Sabian! Well, Hell yeah! Because the, um, the second track we chatted about, creep. That's just a visualizer video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and Akudama, obviously, is crazy. So, I even said to Sabian, like, have fun, like, following Akudama because Ben snapped on that one. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. like airplanes. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. There's, yeah, there's we literally, we like Gohan was actually there too. Like he came down for the shoot. It was hectic. Cool. Very cool. Um, all right. Well, I believe that concludes all of my questions. Is there anything that you okay. wanted to chat about that I missed? Um, uh, I got nothing. We're not really doing anything. So I got nothing to. <laughs> that really like a quiet place to die elf wolf september 25th go pre-order that wherever you can but other than that i've got nothing really yeah all right well uh, i'm glad i could finally have this chat with you i i agree yeah because uh, i was i was very upset i was like you know ah uh, men i feel awful I know men are always scheduling calls with me and then not showing up. I feel so oh, ghosted no, all the time. No, the trust issues. All right, I got you. <laughs> I owe you another one. Beautiful. Uh, just it reminds me of my dad. And uh, <laughs> oh no, sweet. All right, well, thank you again for coming on to the show. Pleasure to catch up with you. And uh, yeah, continue staying safe. All right, thank you, man. Thank you for the chat. And uh, yeah, you too. I'm sure you guys are in a lot better of a state than we are right now, but regardless gradually moving towards it but i think so far so good yeah the envy